Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from NASCAR capital of the world, Austin, Texas. I'm here with my co-host, Dakota. Dakota, who do we have joining us? Oh, boys, the TikTok icon himself, Mr. Ryan Vargas. Glad to have you with us. Welcome to Chairgate. Let's get this thing started, dude. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I've I've seen a lot of your guys' stuff, so I'm excited to be a part of this. Awesome. Heck yeah, buddy. What's up? It's Chairgating coming at you yeah. live. Hello, come right in. Rock flag and eagle. Hey, right. here we go. We're live. We got viewers. That's we're really bad at technology here, Ryan. So we're usually we just, pretty fashionably okay. late as well. I still, <laughs> you, I, I still can't. Can I still don't know how to computer? So it's okay. Perfect. Care, man. You'll fit in with us. There was an episode where we literally were going on and it wasn't live. Like oh, we thought the episode. Yeah, was we did the whole episode and we we're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing new to us, Ryan. Thanks for joining the show. Obviously, we've been following you on social media for a while. That's kind of, uh, I mean, that's how I found out about you. Dakota, what about you? Yeah, man. I remember like seeing your song. I was like, oh, I was like, that's, a, I think I seen you at a tweet up or something. It was like at Daytona mm -hmm. or something. And I was Probably. like, oh, that's, that's the driver dude that's got the TikTok car. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Ryan Vargas. And like, I, I didn't really know you, <laughs> but I was like, man, that, that's a driver. He's a freaking NASCAR driver. Yeah. Yeah, and he he acts like us on social media. Yeah. That's what's really cool. So he's like, Ryan, he's like one of the boys. He's one of the I know boys, that was going like, to be my first thing to ask. He's kind you of a is, professional. <laughs> we're, I mean, how did you get into this? Were you just you know you were a kid on social media that happened to also want to start racing cars, and it just blended together, or do you use it kind of on purpose as like a marketing tool? Because it seems very casual. I mean, it's it, that's the thing is it's got to be casual. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like I. 
before I was even driving race cars, I was a fan. Like this is back when I was 10, 10, 9, 10, 11. And I, I just liked cars. I liked, I'd wake up at 5 a.m. to watch Monster Jam on speed or something like that just because I wanted to. Like I, I love cars. I just like NASCAR. all of us. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, I'm just like, I'm just like all, all of the race fans. And so, but like with social media, like for me, I look at all of this stuff as like, it's, it's, Social media is the only form of marketing that is 110% free. True. I, and that and that's why it boggles my mind why so many drivers don't utilize it. Yeah. Maybe because they're older. Maybe because they're like Yeah, old I think guys. the younger crowd coming in like you yeah. are going to be more apt to do that whereas the older guys were like that was never a thing for us. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and say that what I do is right or what other people do is right or what I'm what I do is wrong or what they do is wrong. You know, it's just that's just how I've done things, and obviously, it led to some incredible opportunities. I mean, we had TikTok last year. We had Alvin Kamara. That was from a tweet. We had oh, dude, that couple, was sick. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot yeah. of stuff. We've had a lot of stuff just from social media. Um, you blew up on that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool. I mean, we made Sports Center. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you blew you up to, a little. Did bit. you like get to meet Alvin himself, or was it just like a yeah. business deal? Oh, yeah, dude, that's no, so we, dope. I went to lunch with him. We, uh, he's, oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's he is, sweet. He is. Did he pay for baller. lunch? Did he uh, pay for lunch? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> I would be like, dog, you're picking I, up I the tab. I think I picked up the tab. I think I picked up the tab. Not because he, not because he said nothing, but just because like one check, one check. Yeah. That's um, sick, dude. Least I could do. Least I could do. Look at that. We already got nice hey. comments coming in. Nicest guy in nice the garage. Nice guy in the garage. Hey, I there you it. go. Thank you, dude. I feel yeah. like I feel like I saw you in like Talladega infield one time. It was like you probably it was did. like the it was a big one on the boulevard or something. It was like the it was like where the party area was going mm-hmm. on or something. And I was like, you kind of see people there here and there. And I was like, dude, that's that's Ryan Vargas too. I was like, you were like inter, intermingling with fans, like dancing, partying. I think I came – I might have been drunk. I think I came up and introduced myself, but <laughs> it was a blur. But I was like, dude, this guy's just, like, hanging out with the people. Everybody's always talking about how nice you are. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember that was probably the fall race last year. Not last year, but the – Pre-COVID. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's when it was. Yeah. So, I mean, that's – I mean, it's – that's one Man thing of I the miss. people, I'm glad, dude. I'm glad we're getting back to where we, where we need to be and in a safe manner, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, but it's, it's great to see fans back. I know last year the our race that we're doing this weekend last year there was no fans and this year there is fans so um get to experience that for the first time so I'm just I'm excited all around. Heck yeah, man! This is your first full season in Xfinity. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, this cool. is the first year where I really had races scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. So how does that work with like? Is it intense as hell? Is it the grind, the pressure, like? Every oh, week yeah. you're like, I'm going to put this thing up front. Or are you like, y'all, do, do y'all as a team just have like a standard of where y'all are trying to get for the end of the day? Well, the thing is, is like, you know, you, you look at what, what we're bringing, you know, we're, we're a smaller organization, you know, family run yeah. Johnny Davis has run his operation and run it obviously like for years and has been a mainstay in the sport. Um, you know, we're not, we're not a, we're not a Childress. We're not a Gibbs. We're not a June JRM, you know, but what we bring to the track is, you know, blood, sweat and tears. And, you know, when Heck we go yeah. out there and, and have incredible runs like Pocono last year, we ran inside the top 10 and finished, I think it was like 12th to 13th. And you go to Texas in the fall last year where we finished eighth, uh, the best finish for our team that year. You know, that, that, those are the days where it all comes together. Um, yeah. And I can't tell you that feeling when I finished eighth at, tex- at Texas. I mean, <laughs> and, and like, 
the thing is, like, every, I mean, people listening are probably just going to be like, hey, why are you celebrating me? Well, you know, when 10. you're smaller, I mean, th- think about this. The next car I had to pass was an RCR affiliated race car. Yeah, man. I mean, we're yeah. going out there with what we with what we can, and we're going out there and competing and, and knocking elbows with them. I think it's that's almost like a David versus Goliath theory. Like y'all swinging for the fences, hanging with the big dogs. Well, and I yeah. think something that really impresses me also is, um, so at Coda, you didn't run, but you were working as a spotter for your car, correct? Yeah, I spotted. Uh, we had Spencer Capelli in the race car, and uh, I'm definitely going to be leaning on him a lot when we go to the road courses again. Um, but He's uh he came in he stepped in did an excellent job and I got to learn a lot from a two time Rolex winner you don't mess around and win two Rolexes yeah you have to earn it. that doesn't happen by accident so you no. do a lot of different like roles in just in the garage on the team correct I mean yeah you know when when I'm not I mean the thing is I'm just straightforward with this I've never I I never thought I'd make it to this position and frankly I didn't even there's no reason for me to be here <laughs> like I mean I don't. I don't have a famous last name. I don't have, you know, gobs of money behind me. I don't have this uncle somewhere that's able to fund my racing. I don't have all this. I don't have any of that. You know, and again, that's, and I hope that doesn't come off wrong to anybody who is like <laughs> hey, that. There no, are, I wish I had those things. Like, <laughs> the thing, yeah. thing is, is like, there, there, there's plenty of other racers that are that are good friends of mine who come from a background like that. And they're great people, and I have a ton of respect for them. As long as I'm they're good not, drivers, I guess. Just, yeah, exactly. I'm just not in that position. Not even if they're just good drivers. If they're good people, if you're a good person, that's all that matters. But like, right. you know, for myself, I I knew the position we were getting into. We we went to Irwindale when I was racing late models when I was 15, 16, and we were showing up out of coming out of our single car garage in La Mirada, California. Single car garage literally doing laundry next to our race car and going out there and, and beating teams with truck series budgets. I mean, Dang. that that's what we had to do. We've always had to do that. But, and that's how I go about a lot of the things. My dad instilled, my dad, you know, me and him have screaming matches half the time, but he teaches me all the lessons I've learned today. And one of the <laughs> lessons he taught me was if you see your guys working on a car and you're not doing anything, pick up a rag and do something. And did you just do this because you had like a passion for racing the whole time? And so your family was like, let's do it. Well, for me, like I look at, cause like, so I moved out to North Carolina 2018 and I ran in the Arca East series. I had a ride there. Mm -hmm. And when that ride fizzled out, I, I, that was probably the lowest I had ever been in my racing career. I had no ride, no money, no sponsorship, no, absolutely nothing. I had no, I was already washed up and I was 18 years old. Um, (laughs) and I got out of that hole. I made my Xfinity debut. I was able to find a sponsor. I was able to find sponsorship to run thirty some odd late late model races. Not you know, not on my money. You know, I was able to you know brand and grow and help you know help a bunch of organizations and work with people and grow. Um, and I kind of told myself like once I got to like racing Xfinity, I told myself I'd be doing myself and a whole lot of people the deserters if I decided to quit. And I, I'm going to go until I can't. <laughs> so, so getting the number six ride where you, were they like searching for a driver and you were kind of like, Hey, I'm over here. Or were they like, Hey man, we want to put you in the seat. You know, the cards line up, they line up. And, you know, I'm very fortunate for the opportunity and Johnny Davis, he's had an incredible organization and uh, I'm very, mm-hmm. very lucky to be around. Hell yeah. All right. What was the next one? As being an Xfinity driver, I mean, this being your first full season, it like you were saying earlier with the RCR organization, you were right behind them. Would you say that 
the way the Xfinity series lined up, this is one of the toughest series to race in out of the three cup or at three yeah, competition wise. I mean, I mean, the truck series is very tight. The truck series is very tight. There's a lot of really good teams in the truck series. I think that one probably might might edge it out a little bit. But in terms <laughs> of the overall product and what the racing uh, is uh, now, especially with all the new teams coming out of nowhere this year, um, it's tight. It's some of the most intense racing I've ever been a part of. I mean, I was racing Darlington with, you know, racing with some of these guys that have been doing this for just as long as I've been alive. And some guys who are out there in cars that are, four or five t- times the amount of money put into them. So, I mean, you know, you're racing against so many different people, so many different teams, so many different organizations. Um, as for myself as a driver, as a rookie, going out to all these places I've never been to um, with no practice or qualifying, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. And it's tough. 110% it's tough, but I, I embrace it. I like that it's tough. I'm glad I'm at this point where I'm where I'm having to learn the hard way, um, and it's been it's been a heck of an opportunity. And we've gone out there, we've shown we can run up front. We with you know, like I said, with those results in the past, and you know, hopefully we can kind of get out of this little bad luck slump and uh, get back to those better finishes. That's gotta be hell, just like sent no practice, no qualifying, first lap, no crap, too wide, reset, yeah, like sending it into turn one at a track you've never raced on. I can't imagine yeah. that feeling. The thing is, everyone's in that same spot, too. Everyone's in that same spot. The only difference between them and me is that I don't have any experience at these places. Um, none. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to Charlotte this weekend. Thankfully, we have practice and qualifying. But Heck yeah. I've never touched that track. Everyone Dang. in the field this weekend has been there. Yeah. Everyone wow. on that entry list yeah. has been there one time. You're going to be learning from the start. And so, yeah, exactly. The minute I hit the racetrack, I am learning. And that's going to be a very tough aspect. But I'm like I said, it's it's a challenge, but it's a challenge I want to be be a part of. What are some tools you like use to prepare for that? Eye racing, like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, does, does I imagine you just rely heavily on that? Or do y'all a little team like y'all, do y'all even get to mess with a sim rig? Or I mean, I don't know how that budget really works. Well, the there some teams have access to manufacturer sims like Ford, Chevy, and yeah. Toyota. Uh, we don't. Right. Um, but I use iRacing a lot. I race with, I was just telling you guys earlier, I race with my teammate yeah. Colby, Colby Howard a lot. Me and him get on there and talk crap to each other. Um, <laughs> and then, well, and, and then I also watch a ton of footage. I mean, I can, I, like, I won't open my notes, you know, on air, but I have a bunch of notes of just, you know, watching you. previous year's races or going off of what other drivers have told me. Uh, I mean, Myatt Snyder is my roommate who drives a two car for RCR. So, you know, yeah, like, cool. That's your roommate? <laughs> He's a guy I can lean on, you know, he's a, yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, it was funny. We, when he won at Homestead, I came downstairs like, oh man, thank you guys for putting up balloons to celebrate my 24th place finish. <laughs> I was like, but y'all had a hell of a party that night. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it was, it's, it's a cool dynamic though. And I get to learn a lot from him. He's experiencing a lot of things, you know, for his first time. No, he's, yes, he's been to all these places before, but he's, re- you know, he's now in a position where he's, now he's in the playoffs. So now he's got to work yeah, on this right. thing. You know, we're in totally different areas in terms of like what we're trying to do, what our goals are, but I get to learn off of him and try and better myself. And sometimes he'll even just ask me, he'll help. He'll ask me about marketing stuff or on track stuff. Like it's, well, it's he should. Neat. <laughs> you're um because one thing i i want to talk to you about and we talked a little bit about social media and how you utilize that but another thing that you've really um stuck out about is getting sponsors 
And I just, I, I, I kind of want to know the process of like how you go about doing that. Do you just reach out to a lot of people or you utilize your social media presence for that? How does that work? It's a lot of cold calling, a lot of emails, really lot of LinkedIn. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Wow. It's, it's a constant battle. It's a constant I've done cold calling. It's not fun. So I, it's not, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it's, it's part of what it, it puts me in a race car. So I'm not gonna, you know, as much as I absolutely hate doing it, it puts me in a race car. And, you know, and like I said, some people, they'll never touch cold calling in their life. And that's fine. Right. You know, but the thing is, I'm not in a position to where I'm able to pay a manager to go out and hunt sponsorship. I'm not in a position to go with X marketing group or more X marketing agency because that costs money. And I got to worry mm-hmm. about paying my for rent. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not in a position to do that. And so I'm going to sit back take it all in, learn as much as I can and go out there and put 110% effort forward. And if 110% effort forward is a small, a small sponsor that I, I, that I spent weeks trying to find, then it's that, you know, right. But uh, it's part of it. And I am very thankful for all the people that have supported me to this point, you know, all the smaller sponsors, all the big sponsors like Swan this weekend, you know, at the end of the day, anytime I get support, it keeps me in a race car. And Are you running that like patriotic swan yep. paint scheme? Yeah, that's yeah, a cool paint scheme. Uh, when you when you hop off at the back end of the episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Coke 600 paint scheme. So there you go. Uh, I, thought, I thought I would mention that one. But yeah, one of your sponsors that I think caught a lot of people's eyes was TikTok. What how, is TikTok? How do you get- <laughs> Everybody wants to know. You're well, the first icon, of all, man. You got the followers. All, ex- explain <laughs> to me how you got a sponsorship with TikTok. But then also, I'm going to need you to spend like probably 10 minutes explaining to me and Dakota what the hell TikTok is. We are not hip. We don't understand it. Man, you know, the best thing, the best way I can say it is take what Vine was and make it five times better. And that's TikTok. 
Better than um, Vine? Way better than Vine. Oh, my oh, God. Don't man. even compare. I know my compare. wife's addicted to it, dude. She'll always be like, all right, here's a list of videos to watch. Come watch yeah. them. It's, I but, mean, it's huge. It's yeah. huge so, now. The is, so the way it came about is a buddy of mine, Ryan Castana, who does graphic design for for a ton of drivers in the series. He's a good buddy of mine. I talked to him at, at the end portion of 2019 about getting on TikTok. I only had like 800 followers at the time. I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is a new platform for me to go and find new fans. And so I was yeah. on there. I was pushing TikTok, pushing, 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 pushing. And, you know, I, it quickly became my fastest growing platform. And so, you know, during the pandemic, we were all sitting at home bored. He made a TikTok rendering, posted it, got a lot of views, got a lot of likes and shares. And about a month goes by and I, I get a call saying, hey, you know, we have some, some folks that want to talk to you. Do you mind if you're going to go? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's TikTok. It's they TikTok. reached out it's, to you first about this. They reached out. They said, hey, Whoa. we like Dude, what you sick. guys, that's we like wild. what you put together. Tell us more. Yeah. And so here I am, 19 years old, talking to arguably the biggest social media people that run the biggest social media platform currently. Trying to handle this deal, trying to sell them on me, Ryan yeah. Vargas, who really, they have no reason to sponsor me. <laughs> so do you have like a really large TikTok? Like I, I know at it's a time, big thing over at the time there. When, I was pi- when we were pitching, I had 38,000 followers at the time when I was pitching. Is that big for TikTok? I mean, honestly, I well, know nothing well, about here TikTok. We, well, here's where it gets interesting. So at the time I had 38,000. Now I'm at 294,000. Jeez. <laughs> um, the legend. So it's, it, it, but the thing is, it, that is 38,000 followers. That is already higher than my Instagram and tick and Twitter combined Facebook. Wow. I, I don't even know what, what that is anymore. You know, <laughs> your parents you, do. Yeah. You, you look at, <laughs> you look at the innovation of TikTok and how quickly you can grow on that platform. It, it's so innovative and you're able to reach so many new people that we were able to tell my story and tell people who I am far faster and far more organically than any social media platform out there. And so how how does this work then? Because I mean, I honestly I know nothing about it. I know it's videos, mm-hmm. um, and that's about it. People will yeah. tweet out TikTok videos, but I don't. I just don't. Yeah, like, what you just is post it? videos. You just post videos. You you know, and they're and they you try to get them on the for you page, and people share it and all that stuff. But the cool thing about that is, is every single one of the people I've met met at TikTok were absolutely incredible people. They and if there's ever like I know a lot of fans like to support you know, companies that are like, oh, they support the little guy. Like, like I said, TikTok had no reason to sponsor me. I don't have a big last name. I don't have any fame or fortune. Behind yeah, it me. is interesting. They're they jumped company. on and sponsored a, you know, up and coming. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, but a, a guy with no, with just trying to get their footing in the sport. And on top of that, they backed, you know, JD Motorsports, a smaller organization that yeah. needs that kind of sponsorship. So now you get look. I got I got it in the background right there. But <laughs> you got a small organization, a new new driver, and one of the largest social media platforms of the decade. And that's that's what was so cool about it. it and I get excited talking about it because it was such a cool deal to put together. And I take a lot of pride in the fact that, that again, I, I don't have management. I, I did that. I was in those meetings. I did all that stuff, and I met a lot of people. Um, and it taught me a lot. And the work is still nowhere near done. I'm looking at my list of races I still got to sell. Um, 
Tile them up, man. Hey, we need y'all back. TikTok. I'll make five TikToks right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That paint scheme was sweet, too, man. You're gonna, you got to get gorgeous. them back out there. Gorgeous race car, actually. Yeah, here we go. There it is. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, I mean, that's iconic. That car was, was gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm known for now. I'm the TikTok guy. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, that, I was like, oh, that, I didn't, I've heard TikTok, but when I saw it, like, on your car, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a thing. They're sponsoring cars. Like, I yeah. just didn't know anything about it. Hell yeah. So when you post TikToks, was there already kind of a NASCAR community or racing community at all? Or were you just like, I'm reaching out to anyone that's interested? You know, but the thing is, is I try to post it so that it's appealing to the non-NASCAR fan. But also a NASCAR fan will see it and be like, oh, that's an Xfinity car. Like what? So, what's how, so how is it? Um, how is it appealing to the non-race fans? Like, how would you do that to please kind of both? You know, you either answer their questions, you you talk to them about like you like they answer they ask a question in the comments, you reply to the question. You also hmm. do things like where you kind of gravitate towards trends. You know, there's a lot of things like right now. There's a whole thing with the 3D photo trend, and I took a bunch of photos from this year so far and put it in this 3D app, and now it's got like 10,000 views um Damn. you also tell us well i mean i'll go off i mean i'll tell another story i posted a video of kind of like my first race i ever attended the Fontana race uh the 2010 pepsi max 400 that tony stewart won that was Heck the first yeah. race i'd ever been to and then it cuts to me racing today that video has three has like 4.2 million views damn but wow about, just organically about, just because they're promoting yes. it like within tiktok no, I mean, no, it's just organic. It's just on the yeah. for you page or, you know, people like it. They can see who like, see what they like and you can go check through there. But it's like, it's crazy how that works. Yeah. That's, that's so that's interesting. Views. That's 4 million eyes seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never really known anything about TikTok, but it sounds like people are blowing up over there. Dakota, yeah. you need to get this podcast on TikTok. It sounds all like. right. We're gonna yes. dial up TikTok. We know a guy, one of y'all's friends, right? Uh, <laughs> your buddy. Call y'all. Yeah, yeah, your best friend. <laughs> um. So Ryan, we know you have to uh, dip out. Dakota, did you have a last question? Right. Or well, I got it's kind of I got it kind of got two, but one I really want to know. Seeing as you're hitting all these tracks, I I can't imagine the feeling. But which one would you prefer as a NASCAR junkie? Flying out of turn four, three wide in the pack at Daytona, or sailing it into turn one at Darlington? What's what's it like? Which one are you taking? Well, as a driver, Darlington. For pure entertainment, Daytona. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, the thing is, I will happily sit my ass in the grandstands at Daytona or Talladega, and I'll, I'll sit down at Dar Darlington and watch that all day. But you take a you you want to take a brand new fan who has never seen great NASCAR racing at all. Take them to Talladega, Daytona. Right, I agree. That's sure. my opinion. Sure. That is my one hundred ten yeah. strong opinion. It'll get yeah. Them that's hooked. where you're gonna get the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But as a driver, why Darlington? You're on that edge. You know, you have to wrestle the car around. It's Darlington is one of my favorite tracks and. Although my results don't reflect it, it's probably one of my better ones. I've driven from the back to the nearly the front in both races I've done there. Um, you know, we've just had really terrible luck. Um, but yeah, so that's been basically it. Heck yeah, man. Interesting. Well, hey, we're happy to have you on, Ryan. This no, was uh, what 
what's our future goals, man? Where are we going from here? Six and on? Or we a cup driver one day? Where are we going? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the, the dream is to Guys race the in the Cup Series. The dream is Hell to yeah. race in the Cup Series. That is the dream. But I know myself as a driver am absolutely nowhere near ready for it. I have people ask, oh, <laughs> when are you going to Cup? When are you going to Cup? And, you know, there's those conversations, you know, internally, too. It's like, when, like, hey, when are you looking at going and moving up? And it's like, not time. Not, not now. <laughs> like that's a good I, answer i like to hear that from the xfinity and truck drivers instead of well, just because let's go let's is, go I'm, yeah i'm just i'm fighting to finish in the top 25 top 20 you know yeah i have a couple really good finishes but you know let's be realistic here i'm new i run all these places for the first time imagine me unloading at michigan in a cup car for the first time ever <laughs> yeah like that's, <laughs> that's a death wish it'd be interesting <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's not that I don't have that confidence in myself. It's that I just understand that I, I'm not in the position to take that on because if I'm going to go out in the Cup Series, I want to make sure at least that I can deliver, you know? Yeah, right. Never mind, you know, the equipment, you know what I mean? The equipment's one thing. I got to make sure I can deliver. And if I can't deliver, that already hurts the team immensely. So... I plan on being, I, I hope, knock on wood, to stay in Xfinity for at least another year or two. Um, right. And then potentially move up. But, you know, it all comes down to the almighty dollar. And I just got to keep working on sponsorship and keep growing. All right. Well, we're rooting you, for you, man. man. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, yeah. Anywhere, uh, you know, people can find you. TikTok, apparently. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> what are your handles? Yeah. No, you guys can find me on uh, Instagram at RTRV23. I've been trying to change that for years. I can't. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and TikTok at RyanVargas underscore 23. Check out my website, RyanVargas.com. And if you want to buy some merch, RyanVargasBrand at shop.shopify.com. Hell yeah, man. Hopefully we can see awesome. you at some races this year. We'll get together yeah. or something. Let's get, get you guys out. Get, you guys, we got to see you guys out there. I know you guys went to Talladega. Hey, I'll be, at Coke, I'll be at the Coke 600. On I was Sunday, just in boy. Austin. He's going to be. Oh, yeah. We, we go. go to as many races we as go, possible. We hey, if you're going to be at the 600, try and go to the Saturday race. We're, we're going to be slinging it around there. I would it's going to be, be hot. There. It's going to be slick. I'd be there be all awesome. weekend, but I got to go to a wedding. So I'll just be out there. Sunday you're not going to be there Saturday? No, Ugh. damn it. I'm going Sunday. You're missing but the greatest weak. series in NASCAR. Yeah, hey, that's weak. Dude. That's we'll, embarrassing. We'll be at Nashville weekend all weekend. We'll make sure we're there. You'll see me there. You'll see me there. I'll be having a mate next car. But Hell I yeah. appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. Right. Heck yeah, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming awesome. on. Of Peace. course. See you guys. And just so everyone knows, the show is going on. We're not ending the show there. I know it that probably just seemed a, like that it. Warm up. That was the, the first half here. of the show. Yeah, we did the interview. So um, all of the viewers can now leave now that Ryan's gone. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's the only reason you were here. But we are doing a second half of the show where we just go over topics, um, headlines that have been in nascar news drama mm-hmm. nascar mm-hmm. drama <laughs> what do we have for nascar drama i hear um chase elliott i hear chase elliott you know he's got it's somebody a slippery slope my friend i think um, we should discuss it it's a t- it's a headline we have to talk about it the right, show, right? now that the pg-13 shows over we're gonna get into the juice crack another stuff. beer yeah, I'm trying to get something on the way. No, it was great having Ryan on, though. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, super, man. Super, super nice guy. I mean, yeah. it's no wonder people say how nice of a guy he is. When you talk to him, you're like, oh, my God, he's just so freaking nice. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't, it, like, you get, you're like, he's so freaking nice. Like, 
if he wrecks your favorite driver, you couldn't even be mad. You'd be like, right. Ryan, Ryan, yeah. you're, you're like, like oh, uh, he, you know what? Something happens. Something had to fault. happen. He's, uh, he's that nice of a guy. If you couldn't tell from the episode, super nice guy. But mm, some hot gossip. Hot gossip. Uh, it's not even gossip. Uh, so hot, the weirdest thing, legal drama. <laughs> so boom, the, boom. the weirdest thing, uh, if you if you're not in the loop or didn't know anywhere on social media today, is like uh, Chase Elliott's uh, championship spotter from last year. Like I think it was like this has happened a while ago. Um, he got into um, some happenings and some dangerous criminal activity. Yeah, with, uh, I, I don't. I'm gonna try to like say it without us getting like yeah, in trouble. So, um, so like but, he. He did some bad stuff. We'll say he, that. He um punched Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. A person that shouldn't be punched in a place they shouldn't be punched, a pregnant woman. <coughs> Oh, there um, we go. You said it. So right. we don't know the whole story. This is, this is the charge, to be fair. So I don't want to just say like, oh, he did that. It was yeah. a charge. Um, he He's just been charged. He hasn't been convicted, to be fair. But sounds really bad. Sounds really It's not bad. a good look for the oh, ex-spawner of the nine car. When you read that headline, you're like, oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, and then the That's picture, one of those the picture doesn't help. Like his and, mugshot? Yes. Oh, yeah. He looks so guilty it's, in the mugshot. Yeah. Too. Oh, look, you're like, oh, you did it. Yeah. Um, it looks and, like your uncle in the trailer down the road. And you're like, yeah, he's hit his wife before. I he saw was. people like, how could Chase Elliott keep this under wraps? He's a piece of shit. Uh, so that's the weird should have known. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is none of their business. Like, what people do outside of their job is their business. Like, Right. So that's the weird thing. That's where I kind of – okay, so first of all – um, my co-host is gone. That's fine. First of all, <laughs> the, uh, the thing where people are like, Chase Elliott should get in trouble. I'm like, okay, that's just absurd. Like Chase Elliott right. had nothing to do with this. Calm down. Now people are talking about Hendrick. Like, how could they have let this go under the rug? That one, I'm like, okay, that's a bit more of an argument, but why did why didn't Eddie show up to work today? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought when they were like, when they were like, they don't know. I was like, well, is was anyone like, hey, where's Eddie at? <laughs> <laughs> like when he got arrested? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to assume that Hendrick didn't know. Now, if things come out and Hendrick did know, ooh. Get that plug in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast brought to you by Yeti Coolers. Yeti Coolers. Uh, Check out Yeti. Nope, it's in the game. Yeah, so we are brought to you by Yeti. We have a link if you ever buy anything, anything Yeti in your entire life. Boom. You have to use that link. Stickers, else, hats, keychains. you're cursed. Do it all. I will curse you. Also, if you want to look like Dakota, 
and you can cover your ugly face with those big ass sunglasses. Dude, you know we how are fucking cool to you I look you. in the grandstands with these bad boys. I'm gonna get some. He great does. Stu- I'm gonna get some it, great stuff this Sunday. It does, that's why we're sponsored by Yeats because they look so goddamn cool. Uh, and you get 10 percent off with the discount code Chairgating. Boom, it baby. is spelled exactly as your redneck cousin would say it. Chairgating. <laughs> I like that one. So. My whole thing with Uncle Hendrix Eddie, is Uncle I Eddie. have to assume they didn't know. And, you know, it's I've heard people being like, well, how would it not come up in a background check stuff? I'm like, why would they randomly be doing a background? Have you ever had a job there. before? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. It's not right. like people are just constantly like doing background checks on you. Like uh, anybody well, that's, that's had a goddamn job. That's just ignorant, ignorant Twitter being ignorant NASCAR Twitter. And people were like, wow, this should be, you know not cool you should never do this and i'm like yeah well i think like there's plenty of people in the world that do crazy shit like why are we acting so surprised it's terrible it's in the nascar community it's never good when something bad happens in the nascar community but these are these are people too people make mistakes i'm sure this guy was on one i don't know what was going on but they're normal ass people like anybody could fuck up and create this guy did what he is charged for he will and should go to jail bury him under the prison but uh, I, mean, <laughs> right. I don't I mean, know even this has nothing to do with Chase Elliott. It has nothing to do with nothing to do. I saw people like, <laughs> nothing to do with Chase Elliott. And it was like, well, dude, they fired him. Like, and that's another thing. I was kind of like, okay, I'm I'm getting tired of seeing suspended indefinitely. No, the word is terminated. He's fired. It's not also, my I mean, the fact that he was fired almost makes him look more guilty because if I got charged with something and yeah. like, my, hey, hey, my, hey. my business found out. I would go to the, my boss and be like, hey, man, I was charged with this, but it's bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm going to beat it. It's bullshit. The whole thing was made up because he hasn't been convicted. Like, right. there is no conviction on his record. Nothing has been proven that he's done anything. But the fact that the company was still like, nah, we're going to have to let you go. That is a little sketchy. Like, I don't know. Either Hendrick <laughs> is just looking out PR wise or even they're like, yeah, it looks bad. Well, I think it's the second you get some sort of allegation or some sort of. It's not good. Someone saying some bad things about you. They excommunicate, cut all ties. You don't represent us no more. Kyle Larson spotter liked a tweet once and lost his whole ass job. So that is a good point. They could just get, they could just fire him just because it's a terrible world. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, well, I think it's more of the, Hey, you went to jail. People here at work here can't go to jail, so you don't work here. Because can you imagine if it comes out that it's not true? And I'm not. Right? I haven't looked into this. No, no. I, I just I, more it, of salt. It's probably like a hundred percent true. I I'm not trying to like defend this, but I'm just saying hypothetically. Could you imagine yeah. if it came out that it, all that was fake and he got fired? That would well, dude, suck, dude. I saw Brett Griffin tweet, and I was like, it was like a reminder. Where I was like, yeah. Whereas like, with social media these days, that's how it is. Is like you used to be innocent until proven guilty. Well, now yeah. it's guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Like, that's it, it's how the world is. That's, uh, that's what up, social social it. media created that. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is kind of unfortunate. So, yeah, so. that's too bad. Um, I guess at the, Sorry, end of the day, at the end of the day, like, don't hunch pregnant women. Like, just don't. Ugh, yeah. Just don't do it. You know, you'll probably avoid all this. You might lose your, like, nice job you have. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so I highly suggest stop doing it. At the end of the day, though, it's NASCAR, a bunch of white trash rednecks. What you know? What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, moving on, I wanted to discuss TV ratings. Have you looked into this Coda TV ratings? So, like every week, the world's ending. Every week, you know, you see Adam Stern like boom, 
blah, blah, blah. Right. I love it. This weekend, blah, blah, blah. And like one I thing screenshot I up, them. One thing I brought up was like, th- like my thing is like, so say like I didn't get to go this last week, but say I go over to my bud's house and three or four other buddies come over and we're all wa- four of us are watching the race on one TV. But or say people are having a barbecue, cookout, tailgates, whatever. And they're all watching. Ten people are watching the race on one TV. So I know As, what you're about to say. Do you want me to like answer that question for you? Because that is. I don't thing. know how it all works. But okay, I'm just so this saying, is how it works. Is As it a guy that works in the industry, <laughs> every subscription um, is a view. No, so there's a there's a multiplier. So they take the actual number of views and then times it by two and a half. So it's a multiplier just as like, oh, it's not, guess. it's yeah, it's not like a hundred percent accurate. They're just adding a multiplier, assuming that, you know, 10 people watch it on this TV, one person here, two people here, one person, okay. you know, so they try to, it's just an average and they okay. add it on as a multiplier to whatever the actual view is. So that's how okay. they do that. Hey, maybe some of them old heads are listening on MRN, you know, so it doesn't mean that, like, but I'll just say for the consensus, that all right, your little algorithm. That's what the viewers are, and it was substantially low for Coda. Whatever, I'll give you. It was a rain race, but it was also intriguing as a rain race. But also, we had other sports all weekend. Hockey's on. Golf was made on Sunday. A great golf PGA match. championship. Like, dude, yeah, Philly's back. We'll get into that. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm just this saying. It's like, about to turn golf. Me and yeah. you love golf. We're about to yes. turn this into a golf ball podcast. Oh, it's like, Redneck. Golf in today's podcast. in today's golf news, um, <laughs> <laughs> I want that's another thing. I wonder if like there's like two dudes out there right now talk like doing a homegrown golf pack podcast, just talking shit about golf. Probably slamming beers. Probably yeah, there's an alternate. Idea. There's that's an alternate universe where it's me and you alternate, and we're talking about golf. Wearing polos. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a tie dye polo in there. If you, I'll oh. bust that up. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, that's the best argument is the PGA Championship, which I totally understand. Uh, This was on FS1. You know, there's a lot of excuses. But at the end of the day, it's just excuses. I mean, if it was if NASCAR was, you know, what they're hyping themselves up to be, if if Coda and road courses were what they're hyping it up to be, it should have done better. Well, I see another thing is like almost always or it's like majority of the time when they're on the name broadcast channels like fox and nbc they're getting almost double the views but when you're gonna get a lot more views and fs1 it's kind of like right um i mean i'm gonna watch it no matter what channel it's on well of course we are we host your average joe who's bored on a sunday was not tuning in isn't even gonna know it was on and so my argument on twitter which I got a lot of heat for for some reason was Twitter going, you know, and an argument that they've been making for NASCAR for years. So maybe this is from fan, you know, new fans. Um, But this is an old school kind of argument back when NASCAR started declining in the two thousands was, you know, NASCAR is just too boring for the millennial generation. They have a short attention span. You know, NASCAR, NASCAR won't work for that generation, all that stuff. That's been an argument for years now. And that's, I mean, really, that's why stage racing came about. You know, we can, we can discuss it all we want, but I think that's why they started implementing stage racing was because they wanted it to keep it more exciting because they're worried that NASCAR was getting too boring, but (laughs) the PGA championship just smashed viewership. And let's be honest, watching professional golf is 
you know, if we're going to say watching NASCAR is stereotypical for like a boring Sunday afternoon thing, watching golf is the, the pinnacle of that boring Sunday afternoon. I watch I golf, but I don't like to me, like in order to watch golf, like you got to play golf. You have like, to play you, golf. You, you course, can't yeah. just like, oh, what is this golf? How, what's going on? You want to appreciate like, it. But that's, that's, play. but to me, that's what NASCAR is trying to appeal to is the, hey, what's on, what is this rate NASCAR stuff? And that's for all the, you know, entertainment and flares and neon lights and number moving. That's who they're trying to appeal to. But then, like, dude, I don't I think golf's booming right now. I don't I'm into booming. it now. It's yep. every time I'm seeing all these videos on Instagram and stuff. It's wild. It's like Talladega on the 18th hole. And it is like people are chugging beers, partying out there. And I'm like, dude, I thought golf was like boring and like polite. No, I think golf is like making a turn for the game. I think golf picked up a lot of the, like kind of the NASCAR community. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, you know, bros chugging beers and like just being boys happy outside, Gilmore. having a good time. Dude, the happy Gilmore 500. I think golf's been like catering to that for like quietly for years. Yeah. And it's kind of spawned in our generation where it's really starting to pop off. Yeah. Um, and it's the it's the community that NASCAR's uh, I think unfortunately been put kind of pushing away for a while, kind of ignoring. Um, golf has really been locking it down. So when yep. you see the PJ Championship crushing it, which I mean, don't get me I wrong, I think they had like, six million, six point four million views or something like that, in their ratings, and then NASCAR was like what one point six or something. They had one point four four rating, okay. so that's like two almost two and a half million views. Okay. I think PGA got like eight something million oh, viewers. Crushed, crushed. It it crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, hockey's been doing well. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, boring is no longer an excuse, in my opinion. I just right. let's not let's not pretend that it's because racing's boring. That's not why people aren't tuning in. There's other reasons. So yeah. Yeah, plenty of reasons we could go. <laughs> we have this whole podcast is built on reasons why viewership is declining for NASCAR. We're That's still what here. This podcast we're is. still here and we're still right. watching and we're still going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to keep watching. Uh, so you don't have to. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> we love it though. And speaking of love it this weekend, you're going to be in Charlotte. The at Coke, the 600, Coke 600, baby. So we're only getting to go to Sunday. It's kind of my fault, but Week. I got a buddy. Go, He's got a damn wedding on Memorial Day weekend. I don't know why. And so it's wedding Saturday and I kind of have to go. And then, but Sunday morning, we're waking up super early, scooting up to Charlotte. Nathan, the boy, the great, he, uh, he stunned us and got us some Coke 600 tickets. First one, I've been by Charlotte, never been to a race there. I'm super freaking pumped. It's almost like, I'm like, oh shit, I keep forgetting. I'm going to Charlotte Sunday. What the fuck? I mean, last my, week it was on, what was it? Like my number two or three for. It was your third race, bro. This will be my fourth race of the for year. My, oh God, I didn't even For my that. bucket list. Yeah, last episode, anybody watching that wants to check that out. We did a bucket list uh, episode where we went yeah. over our top five bucket list races that we want to attend that we haven't attend. Coke 600 was really a high for me. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, one that I've been wanting to go to. I, that's why I didn't put it on the list because I'm about to check it off. And yep. I'm so stoked to finally go 600 and Monday off work. So that freaking helps. Nice. And it's going to be America. Fuck you yeah out there, dude. Like it's going to be awesome. Like I'm, all, I'm seeing all these paint schemes getting released. I'm like getting tickled. Like, dude, not I'm not seeing these on TV this year. Like I'm going to get to see them in person. I'm so stoked. Yeah, so, you know, obviously Darlington is the big one for throwback paint schemes that we like to talk about. But, yeah, a bit under the radar, Coke 600 with the patriotic paint schemes. They have some good ones. 
I, I do want to give a shout out to Ryan Vargas, who we just had on the episode because he actually is running in the number four, a patriotic paint scheme as well for the Xfinity race. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, Everybody's what, getting their America on. What? Yeah. It's disappointing when they don't, but what were some of your favorite cup series? So, games? you know, they do the whole military tributes on these a lot of times or America tributes or salt for soldiers. And I'm all about that shit. To me, NASCAR is one of the leading sports, as we were talking about decline, leading sports and so celebrating the troops and the military and America. That's one thing they've always been about, and I love that. Uh, I'm a sucker for the military schemes, dude. Uh, I don't know if you saw Matt DiBenedetto's. It's, uh, you know, it's got the Air Force, or what is this? It's got Master Force tools on the hood, but it's like Army Green. Pull it up. The show, show the camera. Boy, get some of this. Get some of this. Matt DiBenedetto's one uh, car. That's okay. Like there it. wasn't, you know, there wasn't as many this year. I don't know what the deal was. Well, I felt like then there was a, there lot, was a lot of like Americans cars. We got Ryan Blaney's. A lot right of American Dude, cars. I really liked Ryan Blaney's body armor car. It's not even like America. It's just wild and crazy. Nah. Eh. Well, you can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, Dude, I'm not even going to lie. Did you see Bubba's car? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Have you seen Bubba's car yet? Mm, that that badass. black and white American yeah. flag one. Yeah, it's eh, okay, dude. Do you are you like un-American? I'm trying to. Well, I I just prefer like I prefer the red, white, and blue pit like well, when we're going patriotic. Yeah. You know, but that's why I said it's okay. It's not bad. I'm not saying, but it, it's not one of my favorites. It wouldn't be like my top five. It's also not a bad one. Um, uh, I'm not. Gonna I can lie, appreciate a little, it. I'm gonna shout out the 14. Look how American that is, dude. See, my favorite, and um, I think it's the most American. You can probably make fun of me or guess which one I'm about to put up. Oh, my Lord. Let's oh, see. the three. Yeah, the three was good, dude. I don't like the little emblem in front of it on the side door, but that, that one is badass. Uh, the three always has some of the best paint schemes. And you know what's unfortunate? One of my favorite paint schemes for this race coming up. It's not even a patriotic one, but I just really like Brad Keselowski's Keystone Light car. I think Dude, because oh, it reminds I'm, me of Coors Light. I'm kind of excited to see it in person. Like, I'm yeah, like, I, I just it reminds me a lot of the old, you know, the throwback Coors Light paint scheme. Really like it. I mean, Keystone, come on, it's perfect for NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, uh, if we can, if Miller Light's not going to be on it, if they're going to subdue to you know Keystone, let's do it. I, I think like it, the car. I think I'm it's perfect. It. I think it's genius. It's being yeah. Miller Light. I got like a whole row of crushed Miller Lights in front of me. Shout out <laughs> Brad K. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one, even though it's not patriotic. I mean, Dude, what's more American than Keystone, though? You know, not right? I really liked uh, Michael McDowell's too. I'm trying to find it right now. The 37's got a little red, white, and blue going on. There's some Xfinity cars. Uh, Corey LaJoy's running a badass one. He's got a little America going on. You know what uh, I just realized is what? we, for this episode, we did, <laughs> we were uh, we we're supposed to do picks. We didn't even discuss There's picks. A yeah, well, the episode's not Could, over, is it? Yeah, I know, but we haven't even discussed that. So for the audience, 
usually we at least try to plan out something to where we're like, okay, make sure to we'll do free picks. Ball it. Yeah, we're going to free ball <laughs> it. We 100% forgot about picks for this episode until right now. So <laughs> do you want to do you want to free ball the um, the at the line picks? Boy, I can whip them up just like I do all the time. I'm going to stir it in a pot and I'm going to feed it to you raw. All right. Let's we'll do go it. ahead and jump right into it at the line this week. Charlotte Coke six hundred. There's some guy like there's some guys that always kind of seem to be up front at this thing, and then there's some guys that run up and steal the show like Brad K did last year. Chase mm-hmm. Elliott makes the dumbest fucking call with Alan Gutterson pitting from the lead on the green white checkered after you've just been leading like the last hundred laps. I don't know what the fuck they were smoking, but uh, just handed Brad K the win. Uh, it is what it is. But um, speaking of which, those I think I just said on our first round, who are we taking our past week's winner of Chase Elliott or Brad Keselowski, the Keystone guy? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to go Brad K just with what's going on with Chase Elliott. I just don't trust the team right now. Yeah, I know I just – in shambles. Yeah, that, I know man. I just picked him to win last last week, which, by the way, what up? Pick, made that pick, everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he was on the right – he was heading the right direction, but now with this, I, I'm not going to touch Chase Elliott until I see what he can do post punching pregnant babies. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. Is like, is if are is the media going to be like, Chase, Chase, what did you think about pregnant women? Right. Like, is, <laughs> what do you think that, about pregnant women? <laughs> is it going to be like that? Or are they going to like hush this and sweep it under the rug? I don't know. But Nathan um, disagrees. Nathan's Nathan full thinks, on. Nathan's regardless. He thinks uh, Nathan is pro punching pregnant women. I think. Wow, the, dude. The Just like to I was about away. to say, I think I'm going to take last year's winner, Brad K, as well, because Good, the nine the finally got that win. But uh, I think that I think the Ford Mustangs are going to be fast this weekend. As our second picks line up, oh, man, are you taking Tyler Reddick or Austin Dillon? That's not cool. Really? No, I know. Really? <laughs> You're going to do that? Okay. You want to be that guy? I'm going to go Auditions. Austin Dillon. I'm kind of waiting for Austin Dillon to awaken this year. I feel feel like the three's just kind of been there. I haven't seen – I'm not seeing, like, terrible runs, but I'm not seeing that, like, he's got balls deep speed, like, every week. Well, he has a win here, so. True. His – well, that was his first win, wasn't it? I love that car when he won in it. I know. On the field mods, dude, that car was yep. like that's a race version. I, like I almost want just because that car was badass. Yeah. Um, Get the like victory diecast yeah, with the grass that's where on he got it his and first shit. Win, so that's I, that's a good odds. That Tyler Reddick is so hot right now. Uh, I think they're doing PJ one again, so I think this is going to be kind of a bottom feeder one lane track. Uh, ah man, because you said that, I'm taking Reddick. Reddick looked good last week at Coda. I know it was a road course. I'm taking Reddick, my dog, in the eight car. Oh man, round three. This one's gonna be a little juicy, I think. Oh. Kyle Bush or Martin Truex Jr. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> You're making these too hard. I don't I'm like this making anymore. this up on the go. Um you know what? I'm gonna go Kyle Bush. I think Kyle Bush actually gets the win this week. Really? You know yeah. he's running that red, white, and blue Skittles car. He runs it mm-hmm. every year. Which right. I'm almost like, dude, I do this car every year, but it's only like that that one-off weekend or whatever. So I'm like, I kind of appreciate it. Kyle like, Busch has gotten hotter and hotter since his win 
Yeah. Uh, he was running really good at Coda. Obviously, the rain fucked everything up. Kyle Busch might have won that race without the rain, honestly. He was and looking now, really good. Truex is usually pretty good here at Charlotte on the yep. Oval. And he has a more car- recent victory. Yeah. And I yeah. think, I mean, he's pretty good at knocking some off. Just because Nathan's going to pick Truex, I'm picking Kyle Busch. Yep. Good choice. Yep. You don't want to agree with a guy that is pro punching pregnant. <laughs> yeah, can't agree with him. Oh man, that what was that round three, round four? Ugh. You know, this one, this one's probably going to come from the back. Bubba Wallace or Michael McDowell? Michael McDowell, he's been killing it. Michael is so hot this year. The twenty three yeah. can't help but to screw I'm, themselves up. Right, that's not even uh, a question for me. I was uh, if you if you gave me like Bubba Corey LaJoy or something like maybe, that was but, literally that was filing through my head. I was like, Michael McDowell has gone Dude. further than impressed me this year. I'm just I, like I, I he's competing. He make, I think he could literally consistently get in the top twelve of the playoffs. He's competing for real. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he's, he's literally. In the top 15 every race. You know, nothing against right. Bubba, but anytime I see him usually up front, it's almost always because everybody else just pitted or something's going tires, on. And he doesn't stay up there long. Michael McDowell's the opposite. He slowly works his way up there and yep. he stays there for a little bit. Yeah. So I have faith in Michael McDowell at this point. Yes. All right. We'll just go right back to the top. Cream rises. Last year's top two dogs ain't one this year. Oh God, what a terrible! I know. Last year's, last year's two top dogs, they've been good. They're winless so far. Denny Hamlin or Kevin Harvick? Hmm. Uh, who's just gonna finish better? So this isn't a win. Uh, Denny Hamlin. All right, because I'm going with my boy, the number four car of Kevin Harvick. They're getting the ship righted. He's usually pretty good here at Charlotte. Denny Hamlin's always in the top five. So he's got a high bar to reach, but I think Ronnie's going to write the ship at some point in this fucking year. Uh, we're going four car. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I like that. That was completely from the hip. So now I, I, bang, bang, baby. Well, okay. He's going, he's going Denny. So oh, now funny. I feel like an idiot. Um, <laughs> to, <laughs> to wrap it up. Let's do uh, our locks, bro. We'll do. Yeah. Do you want to go start off? We'll do lock of the week and then lock of the week pick. and the wild yeah. card. Oh man. What do you got? I just have, I don't, I, this is going to be totally wild. It's totally off the hip. Yeah. We got nothing planned here. I got a weird, strange feeling that Joe is going to be fast as fuck. Mm, okay. I just got okay. Feeling. Jo- feeling any given any given week, he will be fast as fuck. So he'll like, either yeah. be like thirteenth and not, and he'll like get a ninth place, or he will be like third running down the leader. Right. Yep. So I think twenty two is gonna be fast. Always a safe pick. Mm-hmm. My wild card. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's gonna count as a wild card. <sighs> I'm gonna. You know what? Fuck it. Chase Briscoe has been learning a lot faster here lately. He, uh, you know, got his best finish last week at Coda. I think he's going to kind of start getting the hang at some of these tracks he's been to in Xfinity. And I'm going to say at 14, starts running a little better too. Going Chase Briscoe. Okay. Um, hmm. So I said earlier, I think Kyle Busch could be a contender to win this race. So I'm just going to stick with that. I think Kyle Busch. I think he could too. He he's he's proven that he can win at this track. He is on a hot streak right now. I think he the fire was lit under his ass when he finally got that win this season 
and things have just kind of been happening to block him from getting another one. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the track, if conditions are fine, that he comes back out fucking like fire. Chase Elliott, obviously, he's he's good. He's good here, all that. But with you know, with what's going on behind the scenes, I, I don't trust him right now. I put a hundred dollars that Kyle Larson finished the second. <laughs> um, so yeah, if, if Kyle I'm not going to take probably that. dominate this motherfucker, <laughs> right? And probably end up winning, or he will finish second. Uh, my wild card is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ooh, solid, yeah, solid. Yeah, I was kind of silent through my head, and I was, I was kind of like, Ricky could be fast if he keeps it together. He's had some good finishes here, yeah. and he has proven this season that he is maybe back. Like, we'll see. You know, not back to his prime or anything, but he's looked better this season than he has in a few seasons now. So this could be the season where he, this is like a top 10 for him, top maybe top five. We'll see. I don't know. I don't you know, even know. It's a wild count. card. It's not going to count as a sleeper because he's plugging off some fucking finishes and he's looking in rare form. As I think Willie B's going to be fast as shit too. That's I, not like, a sleeper keep, anymore. Keep the eye on the 24. I think he's going to be hot. I think he's going to be in the top five the whole race. And he's going to have Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch run for the money. Hendrick at this point is like Penske where none of their drivers are like wild cards or under the radar. They're just top dogs. They're, all, they're all top dogs now. I mean, yeah. Alex Bowman, William Byron at any, any given week you know, are going to be top five finish just yeah. like how Penske has been the past couple seasons or, you know, once Blaney kind of came into his own. Yeah. Um, okay. That fucking 12 could be fast as shit as we can do. Who knows? The, this was off the hip. We, we were working out like getting Vargas on. We've been talking to him for weeks. So we finally got him. We were like, okay, what are our questions going to be? And then literally it wasn't, I don't know if you thought about it earlier, but it wasn't until when I said it in this episode, that yeah, I was like, fuck, this is up. our midweek episode. We have to do picks. So if those picks are terrible, that's why. I can think I did pretty decent. I think they were okay. <laughs> you know what? They're probably going to end up being better. <laughs> yeah. like, honestly. We'll just do it every week. We'll just shoot Right, week. where we don't plan it at all. So yeah. anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Hope everybody enjoyed that interview. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I said, Ryan Vargas, like one of the nicest dudes I've talked to. It, just anybody in the NASCAR community usually is like super awesome, but he was very, very nice. And hopefully he can make us TikTok famous. <laughs> Put us on the top, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> so everybody, thanks for checking out. If this was your first time watching, um, we are brought to you by Yeti and Yeats, and we like to do episodes every Sunday after the race and every Wednesday slash sometimes Thursday just because shit happens. Yeah. There you go. Boom, so, baby. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you all hey, again on Sunday. Be at the 600 if you're there. Holler at your boy. Mm, let's go racing. Let's get it. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.